Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time that's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show comes to you every day. From sunny Southern California. You got college hoops being played. Don't worry, I got some picks. I'll make you some money later on in the day. You're going to need it because tomorrow you got all those NFL games, college football games, Egg Bowl, Bedlam, uh, the big game. You name it. Also got some 
picks for you later on this hour. John Middlecoff will join us in 20 minutes. We'll get his thoughts on uh, a team I think is the the best, the sneakiest best team right now in the NFL. Uh, we'll talk some Packers as well. Talk some Chiefs. We'll talk some uh, Thanksgiving Day football. Uh, Mac Jones has an interesting comment about Thanksgiving pies. You had uh, uh, what's his name Judon, who said he you know he doesn't understand the mac and cheese thing. Uh, now you have people coming to mac and cheese's debate. We got a lot to talk about. Isaac Lohenkron is in today. He's always entertaining, of course. Uh, Jay Stu and John Ramos, happy Thanksgiving to you early on. Tomorrow, quick programming note, tomorrow I'll be guest hosting the Dan Patrick Show. And Jay Stu, I believe, will be producing that show. So, want more Gottlieb, you'll get me early in the morning. And then I'll be cooking, grilling, smoking, doing all that stuff that uh, that I want to do, that I need to do. Um, okay, let's let's get to this. Aaron Rodgers had his weekly thing on the Pat McAfee show, and I thought it was interesting. He had this to say about one of the after effects of having COVID. I believe that I'd mentioned uh, that it was more painful than turf toe, and I had turf toe years ago. And that, uh, the problem with turf toe is that, you know, it's that joint in your big toe, and, and it is very painful. So naturally, I'm leading people to understand that if it's worse than turf toe, there must be some sort of bone issue. Again, it's in a. It's better the fifth toe than the first toe, or even the second, or the third, or probably the fourth toe. Look, Pat, I've already talked enough about on this show about my uh, medical uh, status and other. I've given you enough information at this point. I have a injury that's not going away, and I'm going to be dealing with it for at least the next few weeks. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know how much. How much research have you done on post-COVID health issues, right? And it's it's one of the things where it's like we do so we we take up so much time trying to research, you know, do our own research, whatever, and talk to Joe Rogan about uh, about our own kind of um, uh, of issues with the vaccination. We're, we don't spend the same amount of time researching the disease and what it causes if it's if you're not vaccinated for it when i heard this interview and i was i was thinking back like i remember reading something about uh extreme fatigue about shortness of breath about how people have what's called covid brain the difficulty concentrating you get sleep disorders you get fever anxiety depression like all these things are tracked they're real things and what's amazing to me is i guess it shouldn't be we do this with the Constitution. We do it with the Bible. We do it with lots of, I mean, heck, I do it when I'm referencing things where you just pick, you kind of parachute in, pick the little things that you want to pick that you want to know and do and say and support your argument and avoid the other parts. I, I think this is, it's terrible for Aaron Rodgers to have to deal with. I think it's great for the rest of us to understand that there's lots of stuff we don't know about these things. But just trust me, they're trying to protect us from ourselves or protect us from the disease. And you don't want to get it unvaccinated. You just don't. You don't want to get it, period. You definitely don't want to get it unvaccinated. And Aaron Rodgers is a perfect example of that. You know, oh, you didn't tell me this is a possibility. Like, no, because that wasn't. I was trying to sell you on not getting the vaccine on all these other treatments that you can get for it. Oh, wait, Isaac. 
Isaac has breaking news about this. Change how we look at it. What do you got? Breaking news from Fox Sports. Well, Doug, you can't make this up. Literally, as we speak, Aaron Rodgers is having his weekly media availability, and he said that he does not have COVID toe, that he has a fractured toe. He also says that the initial report uh, from the Wall Street Journal was wrong. And just to cement his point... It was a video Zoom news conference. He held up his foot to the webcam to show that he has no lesions on his toe. I'm not making this up. So right now, spreading like wildfire on social media, screen grabs of Aaron Rodgers holding up his toe to the camera to prove that he has a fracture and no lesions on his toe. I think it's safe to say that you cannot get this sort of toe-foot podiatry analysis anywhere else. Back to you. Yeah, I'm looking at the screen grab, uh, a screenshot of him sh- holding up his toe. Um, it does it does actually cement the point that COVID toe is a real thing. COVID brain is a real thing, right? Shortness of breath and lung issues are a real thing. Whether Aaron Rodgers has them or doesn't have them, Um uh, I, I'll just like, I'll be honest with you. I have the, I have the, the toenail fungus thing. I haven't been able to shake for long periods of time. My feet are pretty embarrassing to me. I maybe, actually, maybe have, you could get an endorsement deal uh, to alleviate that. I would, I would like Synergy, that. Yeah. I would, I would like that. I would like that to happen. I like that to happen. Um, and Aaron Rodgers defiance towards, towards people, I think is a real thing. It's a real part of his personality. It's probably a real part of his strength. What's made him a great athlete and what makes him an interesting guy, but there is a level of defiance, but what he's saying, I believe him to be true. He thought it was COVID toe. It's not COVID toe. He's probably researched it more and thought there has to be lesions on it. He has a broken toe that actually really hurt. Broken toe is like the what, like one of the worst bones you can break on your body because nobody gives you any sympathy. There's really nothing you can do about it, but it can't hurt like hell, right? You ever? I broke my big toe. He he broke his pinky toe, and it it does hurt like hell. And it's not like you can bandage it or put it in a splint, right? Like you're just kind of got to deal with it and decide if you're going to play through it or not play through it. Um, so. I look, I, I just, the, the net net takeaway is that it's, it's, yeah, you're going to have people who continue to want to die on the hill of, you know, it's, it's just like the flu and it's not. And I don't know enough about it. I don't know what causes these things. And I'll be honest with you. I, I don't care enough about it. I just don't. But I do know that you got enough really smart people saying like, hey, this is probably going to get bad in the winter. So maybe get that extra, you know, get that extra booster shot because there's other countries that would kill for that extra for the first booster shot for the first vaccine. And we the country with everything chooses to pass on it time and again. And Aaron Rodgers, whether he got stepped on and broke a toe, whether he had COVID toe, whatever it is, the recovery hasn't been as seamless as, oh, hey, you get it. You get the sniffles and you're good in a couple of days. That's not how it works. And and if you're like sitting here, and you're like, man, I'm sick of talking about COVID. So am I. Do you know what the best way to stop talking about COVID is? Yeah, that's it. Get vaccinated. So we all get vaccinated and then we all move on with our lives. That's actually, that's the comical thing. I get more people who send me direct messages and Facebook messages and all these other dumb messages about how I'm wrong and talk like, I don't know anything about it. I don't. 
I just know that really smart people who do this for a living, mm, their information is based upon actual study and research, and that's what I'm going to go with. And if you tire of sports teams and athletic events and concerts and travel and everything else being canceled by something, well, here's a suggestion. If you want me to stop talking about it, I gladly will. I don't wake up any day going like, you know what I want to talk about? Seems pretty simple to me. If we don't talk about measles, mumps, and rubellum. What do we? Do you remember that segment we did on measles, mumps, and rubellum? Do you know why? Because everybody's, everybody's vaccinated against measles, mumps, and rubellum. That's why. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, look, we got a lot of their actual sports to get to. So, so tomorrow, I love tomorrow's slate. Do you know why? Because you'll have people complaining about the Bears and Lions. You'll have people complaining about the Bills and the Saints. You'll have people complaining about well, the Cowboys are always on. They're taking on the, but the, the Lions. Why are the Lions on TV? Like, look, it's a tradition. This is what we're doing. And at some point they'll be good or decent and they'll be on TV, but you do have a choice. You could actually pay attention to your family. You could go outside and throw the ball around. You could play in the Turkey bowl. You could do a Turkey trot. You could do hide and seek. You can play cards with your kids. Like in a day in which it's supposed to be about getting around family and giving thanks for all the things you have. We're going to have more people complain about a, a meaningless football game than you have ever seen. But there are things that are universal about Thanksgiving, including food, sides, desserts. Mac Jones, who coming out of college looked like he really enjoyed a good dessert, doesn't like a certain kind of dessert. We'll discuss it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, look, uh, usually I give out my picks on a Friday. Friday. Uh, but, th- but this will be a little bit different because um, it is a day in which, uh, you know, we got games tomorrow. We got a bunch of games tomorrow. And then, of course, we have college football games throughout Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Tomorrow is the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Friday, you have uh, Boise taking on uh, San Diego State. Boise is actually favored in that game, even though San Diego State 10-1 and one on the season. You got uh, Iowa taking on Nebraska. Iowa taking on Nebraska. That one, the line is a stunner if you've watched this season. Stunner. Missouri-Arkansas, which they try and tell us is a big rivalry. Colorado-Utah and the Battle of the Carolinas, Carolina-Carolina State. Saturday got Georgia, Georgia Tech, Ohio State, Michigan. Like so many good. These are just, these games are crazy. So good. Auburn, Alabama, Oregon, Oregon State. Even Penn State, Michigan State is kind of interesting there. So you know what we'll do? Let's get to the picks. I want winners. Well, we got them. Five NFL, five college. Five on three. One, two, three. It's five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Let's go five. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's get after it. Nebraska is a point favorite against Iowa. Nebraska's 3-8, and 1-7. It's a rivalry game. And as I correctly told you, Nebraska hadn't beaten any of these good teams, but they haven't been blown out either. That's why I made you some money with Nebraska, right? Okay, you're welcome there. The problem with that is, like, okay, so they're going to win this game? That's what you're telling me, that Iowa is going to lose your one point favorite. Like it was a, I just, I don't see it. I can't. And, and this, this by the way, goes hand in hand with, with just about everybody in sports, but I I can't tell you to bet your hard earned money on Nebraska when they actually hadn't won anything this year. Right. That's not craziness. Is it? Sure. Of course not. That's not, that's not craziness. So first pick is going to be Iowa. 
Granted, much better at home than they have been on the road. That's uh, any idiot on radio, and I'm one of the idiots on radio, can tell you as such. Uh, but to me, this th- that pick is easy. Easy, easy, easy. Give me, uh, give me Iowa. <clears throat> okay. Ohio State taking on Michigan. Ohio State's dominated Michigan since Jim Harbaugh's been there. Um, and Ohio State looks like they're playing the best football of the year. Man, Chris Olave is a hell of a player. They're better at quarterback. But I'm, I know Ohio State just throttled Michigan State 56 to 7. They scored 59 against Purdue, 66 against Maryland, 52 against Rutgers, 59 against Akron. How did Oregon beat them? In the trenches. Right? How has Michigan, they scored 59 in their own rights, beaten Penn State, lost to Michigan State? How have they won all these games? In the trenches. I actually think this matchup fits Michigan well. I don't know if they can win the game. I think it'll be very close. I'm going to take Michigan and those eight points as of right now. A um, couple other ones that are interesting to me that I think you can make a little bit of money on Michigan state taking on Penn state, Michigan state just embarrassed at the hands of Ohio state. Of course they beat Michigan. They take out a Penn state team who kind of similar to um, similar to Michigan state, James Franklin coming off, getting a huge, huge contract. Look, this is the same Penn state team that lost to Iowa, Illinois and Ohio state. Granted, you know, they had backup quarterback lost to Michigan. 21-17. I just, this one's at Penn State. This one's at Michigan State. Spartans are an underdog, so you can get the money line. Give me Michigan State to to win that game. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Um, Wisconsin's taking on Minnesota. Minnesota is a seven-point underdog. Have you guys seen what's happened with Wisconsin here? Right? So Wisconsin started off the year one and three. With the only win over Eastern Michigan. They lost to Penn State by six, lost to Notre Dame badly, lost to Michigan. They got their confidence together, beating Illinois. They beat Purdue on the road, and it's kind of taken off after that. Then they beat Iowa, beat the skates off of uh, Rutgers, beat Northwestern, and then they survived Nebraska at home. It's a Minnesota team that I do feel like I've seen this Minnesota team play for years, right? Because you saw that first Ohio State game. Um. They lost a close one to Illinois, close one to Iowa. It's a rivalry game. Don't they play for Paul Bunyan's axe? Yeah, they do. Uh, I think Minnesota keeps it close. Seven points too many. If you can get a hook in it, if you can get seven and a hook, you'll be even happier. Give me Minnesota. Why don't you? Give me Minnesota. And the pick of the week. Gosh, this is going to be the kiss of death. I know it. I'm taking Oklahoma State. I haven't seen it from Oklahoma I understand that oftentimes they find a way to win this game when they shouldn't. Uh, But Oklahoma, in terms of really good football, haven't seen it since the day before Halloween when they smoked Texas Tech. But then Texas Tech, of course, was playing with an interim head coach. I think Oklahoma State's better. Um, The over-under is 49.5. I'd probably take the under as well. I think it's a fairly low-scoring game on a beautiful day in Stillwater. Give me the pokes. Those are the college picks. All right, let's get to the pro picks, shall we? Uh, tomorrow, you got Chicago taking on Detroit. Detroit's a three-point dog. So that means, are they going to win their first game of the year 
on Thanksgiving against Chicago team that that they're two best. You know, you're, you're playing without Khalil Mack. You're all banged up. No, Chicago wins this game. Chicago wins this game. They win it by more than three. Give me the Bears. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the other games on Thursday. I just, the Cowboys, so many injury situations. I know they're better than the Raiders. I don't like the hook on seven and a hook, but I don't like it enough to where I have to bet on it. So I'll go to the weekend. Cincinnati is a four and a half point favorite against Pittsburgh. Uh, and though Pittsburgh showed a lot of fight and some things that go bump in the night, they're not as good as, as the Bengals, especially in Cincinnati. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals and the four and a half points home faves. Speaking of home favorites, the New England Patriots welcome in the Tennessee Titans. Titans with a weird year, right? Playing to the level of their competition. Um, and you got Ryan Tannehill coming off a four interception game. And now he's playing against an even better defense. And oh yeah, by the way, the Texans, that most of that staff, most of that front office, there's some sort of ties to New England. I like New England to win and cover that bad boy. Really do. All right, I got some underdogs for you in the NFL. Indy is a three-point underdog at home against Tampa Bay. Indy's like the sneaky best team you see. Now, it's really hard to run the football against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the defense is not up front what it was to start the year, just dominating people. Um. But I, I like, I like the idea of Indy here. Uh, so get, give me Indy, and oh yeah, by the way, while you're at it, give me the under it's fifty-two and a half. Give me Indy and the under. All right, a couple more picks: Rams, Packers. We found out today that Aaron Rodgers has a broken toe, but they're at home against a cold weather team. I know they don't have the best uh, offensive linemen. I know they probably won't have Aaron Jones. I think Green Bay, I I just, I'm not buying the Rams. And I'm definitely not buying the Rams playing in 35-degree weather. Um, Obviously, Matt Stafford played in this weather, but didn't win. And when he played in Detroit, he was in a a dome. Um, I I like Green Bay. Last pick of the weekend, San Francisco taking on Minnesota. I've told you I'm big on San Francisco. And then you got the Everson Griffin story, which... He played well, he played 43 snaps this past weekend. He's not going to play this weekend. Terrible news. And Kirk Cousins was good last week. Don't think he'll be as good this week. I like the San Francisco team as they're coming together. Give me the Niners. Those are the five for five picks. Let's get you to Isaac Lowenkron. Five on three. One, two, three. There it is. Five NFL. Let's go, five. Five college. Five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Boom. We got a lot to get to. I could fool around and talk about a bunch of silly stuff, but why? When we got football and we got a guy who knows a ton about football and football personnel and has a great podcast. His name is Daniel Jeremiah. You may know the Move the Sticks podcast. DJ, um, um, don't have to work on Thanksgiving. Are you an early like lunch eater or evening? Like, wh- When do you guys eat? We are, uh, I believe we are a one o'clock meal down at my parents and then, uh, which is, which is outstanding. But my favorite part of Thanksgiving 
is then when we kind of take our leftovers and then uh, you get back home in the evening and it's like that six o'clock, seven o'clock turkey sandwich. Uh, That's that's the highlight of the day for me. Uh, White meat or dark meat? Uh, White meat. Yeah, white meat. I'm not afraid to uh, to throw. It sounds kind of weird, but I'm not afraid to throw some mashed potatoes in a little uh, in a little turkey together and to make a sandwich out of it. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Don't, don't let it, don't, don't don't let anybody shame you for that. No no shame in that. <laughs> what whatsoever. What there what there is shame in though. What there is shame in though is uh, now you're not one of these people that separates all your different foods, or do you mush them all? Do you like? You put it all I'm I'm more of a mush. I, I kind of mush them together. I get some grief from from my siblings all growing up because I was definitely one that mixed the, the food groups together. I'm corn and mashed potatoes. They're kind of meant to be together. I, I don't yeah. separate them. Well, I also think that the cranberry, whatever you have cranberry, that only works when it's with something else. It does not work by itself. Yeah, see, that's the one. That's the one area where I get off the bus because I'm uh, I'm an anti cranberry guy. So that doesn't make its way anywhere near my plate. Anti-Cranite, the one and only uh, Daniel (laughs) Jeremiah joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Was Jason Garrett the problem? Um, I don't think he was the problem. I I think it was proven that he wasn't the solution. Um, So, no, they've got got issues with with their personnel along their offensive line. We can debate whether Daniel Jones is going to be any good or not. I don't know that he's in a situation to really find out. Um, but we had we had Keekley on the podcast uh, yesterday or day before, and we were talking about you know how you how you build a team around a young quarterback to you know to give him a chance. And he was looking at it from the defensive perspective, and it was kind of fascinating because he talked about you know having a really good interior three along your offensive line, and then having a stud you know tight end that can give you some easy you know easy completions. And I, I was looking at some of these teams, and you're like, well, geez. The, the Giants, the, whoever's playing quarterback there's got no shot. They don't have any of that. They have no no shot. So do you think Daniel Jones can play? I think he's talented. I, I think he does have ability. I, I can't defend the turnovers and uh, the fumbling and, and some of the decision-making. That's He's got to own that. But, um, you know, I still think the guy's pretty young. I think he's got a lot of tools to work with. I think he's in a horrible situation. It's just – there's not many. There's not many of these examples of guys going to the next place. It's a great theory. Oh, you know, the Ryan Tannehill theory. You go to the next place, and then it's all going to work out. But those are those are rare. Uh, usually, you end up going somewhere else, and some of those same issues end up uh, end up creeping up. So, no, I mean, it's not it's not looking great. If you're going to say the trend line on on Daniel Jones and what it looks like, it's not it's not trending in the right direction. That's for sure. Uh, okay, let's go to Seattle. You have a GM that's been there a long time, a head coach been there a long time, a quarterback that's been there a long time. It's not working. What do you What do you do there? I, I thought it was a reset button. I've been saying that all year long. Um, this is a team that coming off a year where they had three draft picks, so that's basically going to be a hole in your in your team building. Um, we didn't get much out of that, and then this next year they don't have a first round pick. Your head coach is, I think, the oldest in the league. Um, so. And you, you've got a quarterback who still, you know, I think has another three or four really, really good years left and maybe maybe more. Um, I thought this would be an opportunity that they they need to go one of two ways. It's we're going to scrap everybody else and keep Russell and then try and get as many picks and, and, uh, and kind of start the rebuild process. Hopefully we can get it up while he's still playing good ball. Or 
you really jumpstart this rebuilding process. You trade him for a massive haul of picks. It probably coincides with a new coach, and uh, and you try and start a new era here in Seattle. Could you see uh... – we had Middlecoff on earlier, and he's big on this. Why not Pete to USC? Does that make any sense to you? Well, I mean, yeah, you come back there kind of in the short term for a few years and just yeah. kind of get it right, right the ship a little bit. I don't know how you could argue against that. It works so well. I do think it's been so long that I'm not quite so sure that the, the kids that are coming up in Southern California in high school – um, that they are quite as familiar with, you know, with Pete. I think that would have had a much bigger impact if it was five or six years ago. But no, I mean, compared to where they were, um, to go back to the the only guy who's been able to get it rolling there in the last forty years, I, I don't know how you could say that was a bad thing. I, I don't think you could say it's it's a bad thing. It's an inter- it's an interesting idea nonetheless. Uh, D- Dan Jeremiah is our guest. Um, okay, I guess it's a good thing that the Chargers won, but they did Charger for like. What what is that experience like where you're sitting up there in the booth and you're watching and they're the better team? The game is essentially over. Give up a block punt, couple of scoring drives, then they go for it on fourth down and just run into the line of scrimmage. So they found a way to win the game, but what was that like? Uh, to is that is that a how would you characterize that win for the Chargers? Yeah, it's a Sunday. Is what it is, Doug. I mean, that's that's a I, I've I've been fielding this questions similar to this right and i just keep telling people like i've been doing these games for four years this is the this is how the chargers play they do not blow people out they do not get blown out so even if they're up big you're you're bracing for the comeback if they're down big you know they're going to come back and make it a game i think they've had one game uh this year that they've won by more than a score they've had one game this year they've lost by more than a score last year i think they only lost one game by more than a score that was the route with the patriots this year it was the ravens um, I think their game, the only game they have this year where they won by more than a score was the Raiders, which was still a pretty competitive game. I think they won 28 to 14 or something like that. Um, but yeah, all, they all come down to this. So, you know, in some ways they've got to figure out a way to put teams away when they have an opportunity. But I think the silver lining is, and you've seen as many of these as I have, that we've seen games like that, that they aren't able to uh, to stop the bleeding. And at least in this one, Herbert was able to, to get it done at the end to, to keep them from a, a real brutal loss. Um, they, one of the teams they lost to was the Patriots. It was a competitive game. Now it does. The loss doesn't look as bad. Uh, where are you on the Patriots at this point in the season? I think they have the best defense in, in the AFC. Um, so, you know, I think they can ride that defense. I think offensively, you know, they're just kind of, uh, you know, they're being safe with the ball. You're seeing Mac Jones continue to, you know, be efficient starting to see some progress with them being a little bit more explosive um but this is a this is a defensive team and they are uh you know they are very very difficult to move the football against they've got two guys like their two safeties and adrian phillips and kyle duggar when i was getting ready for their game against the atlanta falcons they they, they have spent 10 percent of the snaps at five different positions each so you think about it as a quarterback trying to figure out who these where these guys are and what their roles are in each each and every down they have so much that, you know, multiplicity to be able to do so many different things and, and really, really challenge you. So, um, you know, it's a defense and a run game. We always talk about those being able to travel when you get in the postseason. Um, I think they're going to be in, in – they're going to get to the postseason. They're going to be in games. They're going to be in every game. Uh, it's just a matter of if they have enough explosiveness when they catch a hot quarterback. That's where my doubts creep in. No question. 
No, no, no question. That that's where it gets really, really interesting. Um, okay, Kansas City Chiefs do have a great quarterback, and the defense is limited. Although Cowboys last week were completely banged up and injured, um, the Giants aren't any good. The Raiders are a mess, and when they played the Packers, they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, and they were kind of a mess. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the Chiefs' defense or Chiefs overall now that they've won four in a row? Well, you know, yeah, all those things are true. It does not uh, take away from the fact that the defense is markedly improved from what we saw earlier in the season. So um, that's that's irrefutable. I do not think that this offense is is where it's been in the past. Is everybody saying, are oh, the Chiefs back? And I, and I said, no, I don't think they're necessarily back because this offense is, you know, outside of that Raiders explosion has not been producing anywhere near the level that they were producing in previous years with points. So – um, no, I, I don't think that they're totally back from that standpoint. Um, I don't know that they will be back, but I know that defense keeps them in games like that. Um, you know, this team, they're going to be a playoff team. I don't think anybody disputes it. It's just a matter of whether they're going to be a Super Bowl team. Uh, they made those two trips. I, I don't know that this team is as complete as those two Super Bowl trip teams. Um, okay. Um, what about the Cowboys? Is it merely injuries or something else to miss with this team? Well, I mean, I don't think you can um, understate it. I mean, they, they've got some key, key guys that they're missing. Um, I, I, I tend to think that they're going to be okay. I saw, I think Dak came out today and, and tried to explain the difference between the Broncos and the Chiefs games and saying that the Chiefs game he was a lot more frustrated with. The Broncos game kind of felt like one that snuck up on him a little bit. Um, but I, I still, there's just so, so much talent when they're out there and they're healthy, which they weren't against the Chiefs. I'm still buying on them, Doug. I haven't I haven't sold my Cowboys stock yet, assuming they get everybody uh, ready to go and healthy for the stretch run. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Daniel Jeremiah. Three and out, by the way, is the podcast. It's great. You can see it on the NFL Network. He and Bucky Brooks. And, of course, you see him on the NFL Network. You hear him call uh, Chargers games as well. I look at the Niners, now healthy, and I think that's a dangerous wild card team. Look what they did to the Rams. Granted, Jacksonville okay, but they're just different when they're healthy because they're a little bit like the Rams are kind of built like that. they got to have these star players now they got them back. Are you as big into the Niners as I am? Well, I I am big into them, not necessarily because of what they've accomplished recently. You know, I think you kind of look, oh, they've won three of their last four with the Bears, uh, the Rams, and the Jags. So you'd say, okay, the Rams are the only one that would really get any points for on that one but with Kittle back there healthy and their kind of evolving role of how they're able to use Debo and getting Ayuk up and running and, and kind of back to what we thought he was um, I still it's frustrating to me because I'd still like to see him sprinkle in Trey Lance if this is kind of the formula that you're going to use why not put the athletic quarterback there and make teams have to worry about him as well um, but nonetheless, they're they're really really starting to play physical, especially with Kittle back in there playing like he's playing. Um, this is their formula. We talk about it on the podcast all the time. Like you got to know your formula, and I think the 49ers have kind of gotten back to what their formula is, which is you know Jimmy Garoppolo throwing it 18 to 20 times and and uh, and then putting the ball on the ground and letting your your front four defensively dominate the football game. Yeah. Um, okay. What about the Rams? Why aren't they better? Well, I, I think that the same questions that we've had about them for a while are, are out there, which is how are they going to handle it when they get up against the really, really physical teams? Because those are the ones 
that they've had their struggles against. We saw it, you know, from the game against the Cardinals um, where they got pushed around in that one. Obviously the Titans did it in the, in a big stage and then the 49ers. So your three losses are to three punch you in the face teams. So when you look at their schedule going forward, you know, I think they, I think they play the Ravens later in the year. Um, here it is. Yeah. They play the Ravens and then they play the Niners the last two games of the season. So I think we're going to, they're going to be in playoffs. You know, whether or not they can win this division, the, the Cardinals are in a pretty good spot there. But they're going to be a postseason team. And we'll know, I think, those last two games, Doug, that, that'll get a chance to get them uh, uh, physically ready to go. We'll find out if they're up for that kind of physical uh, line of scrimmage street fight because that's the way the Ravens and the Niners are going to play them. Yeah, I'll tell you a team that's kind of been sneaky good is the Colts. And maybe it was because they, were, you know, they weren't great out of the gate. But Carson Palmer's been efficient with the football, massively improved. And, I mean, obviously you have a guy who has five touchdowns last week. Everybody's going to pay attention to Jonathan Taylor. The, the defense, um, you know, they, they are young. They do have some speed on that defense. Is that, the, is that the team that we're not talking about in the AFC that we should be? Well, everybody's talking about them inside the league. I mean, when, when you look at it, I think – uh, you know that Ravens game. They kind of they had that game completely had the in game control, won. yes, and let it get away. And uh, and then you look at the Titans game, which was a, a slugfest. They end up losing that by three. You know, you take those two games, which easily could have been wins, and they would have won. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They'd have won eight games in a row if they if they finished those two games. So they're better than their six and five record. They have one of the best offensive lines in the league. They're, they're one of the rare teams, I think, that you could say is not quarterback dependent at all. Like, whatever Carson Wentz does is gravy. Um, but they're going to, again, beat you up up front, run the football. Um, and defensively, they've got a couple stars. You know, when you look at them with Darius Leonard, what he's able to do at the second level. Um, uh, you got DeForest Buckner when he's healthy and rolling. That's a nightmare to deal with up front. And they play really, really hard. Um, that's been kind of their calling card there on defense. So, yeah, I mean, you go and just blast the Buffalo Bills on the road. I don't think you're sneaking up on anybody anymore. Everybody knows what they're all about. And I think you can, you know, to a lesser extent, you can kind of compare what they've done and then what the Eagles have done. And both those teams have just said, you know, forget it. This is who we are. We're going to just try and mash people in the run game. And it seemed to kind of turn around both of their seasons. Do you think the Eagles stick with Jalen Hurts? I think that they have, again, using that phrase, kind of knowing their formula, I think they've found a formula that can work for them. And while they have him, you know, not making any money at all as a, as a second-round pick starting quarterback, you, you can really, really, you know, fortify around him in free agency. And then they've got three first-round picks next year, Doug. So, I mean, you could, you know, you can build a quarterback-proof team and he does a lot with the run game. Um, so, yeah, I think, they've, I think they can ride this wave here for the next few years. Uh, then when it comes time to pay him, you'll have a decision to be made. But uh, right now, I think they can afford to, uh, to keep him in place, and they found a way to win games. Wow, the next few years. That's interesting. Uh, he's the one and only Daniel Jeremiah. DJ, have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, love what you do. Love when you join us, and thanks so much for being part of the show. All right, thankful for, for being on with you, Doug, and, and even more thankful for your friendship over all these years, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Mm -hmm. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show comes to you live from sunny Southern California. Uh, I I saw this, uh, by the way, real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Um. So uh, Georgia 
Ohio State, Alabama, and as of now, Cincinnati. That's the top four for the college football playoff. Of course, we still have several weeks to have this stuff, really two weeks to have this stuff play out. Okay, Georgia and Alabama are on a collision course. They will play next weekend. Of course, uh, both have rivalry games this week against inferior opponents. Ohio State and Michigan play this weekend, plus the winner uh, plays for a Big Ten championship. Oklahoma State is ranked 7th, plays Oklahoma, who is, uh, uh, what are they, 13th or so? Uh, plays Oklahoma this week, and then if they win, they play Baylor next week. If they lose, they play Oklahoma again next week. But uh, the point is more that there's still games to be played. Notre Dame, uh, Cincinnati has, what, uh, the, the Conference USA Championship game against Houston upcoming. So here's my – here's the th- – can I tell you what I'm rooting for? And it hasn't happened yet. But at some, there's going to be a year when it happens, and why the hell can't it be this year? Right? I don't necessarily like chaos in life. Like I think some people are disruptors merely for the purpose of being a disruptor. But I do like the idea of chaos in this in that it makes it even more impossible. What's likely to happen is Ohio State beats Michigan, they and then they beat Wisconsin. They go to the college football playoff. And Alabama... You know, it's much more likely Alabama beats Georgia and then they both have one loss and then they they play in the in the national semifinals and then Cincinnati would have to beat Houston. But there is a a very much a world. Very much a world where Cincinnati. Loses to Houston. Alabama. Loses this week and then beats Georgia. Why does that matter? Because then Alabama would have two losses. And then what do you what do you do? Michigan beats Ohio State, then loses to Wisconsin, or vice versa. Loses to Wisconsin. Uh, Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, who's ranked 10th, and then loses to Baylor. Right? That's the ultimate chaos. Everybody's got a couple of losses, and you're trying to figure out what's what. That's kind of what I'm... I think that's what most people root for, is complete and utter chaos. I do think it's interesting that uh, the Cincinnati win over Notre Dame is, is massive, is is massive. Um, and Notre Dame's win over Wisconsin looks even better. The problem with Notre Dame is they have no conference championship game. You know, they, they're not in the ACC conference championship game this year as they were last year. So they can't they can't fix anything. Right? They can't not that not that playing the ACC for an ACC championship would fix it this year. But they they, they can't fix anything. Oklahoma State is that rare team that actually has an opportunity here to take down two uh, top 10 foes in the last week. And, and that, would be, that would be amazing. Do, do people realize how one-sided, lopsided the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State rivalry is? Oklahoma is 90-18-7 against Oklahoma State. 90. That's crazy. Um, let's, before we get to that, let, let's talk a little bit about this Thanksgiving dinner thing. Did you see what Dr. Pepper has out there now, Jason Stewart? You know, they have chocolate Dr. Pepper. That doesn't sound great. Have you ever had a chocolate, chocolate Coke or a chocolate Dr. Pepper? Um, no. In fact, I, I kind of want to keep my, my chocolate as food. Wait, what? I, I want to keep my chocolate as food. So you don't, you never had a chocolate flavored drink. I mean, I, chocolate milk doesn't do anything for me. You know, chocolate 
Yeah, I, I, I need to keep it to ice cream and brownies and stuff like that. Ramos, you ever had a chocolate Coke? Chocolate, Sonic, you can go get a chocolate Coke, chocolate Dr. Pepper. You have one? I don't believe so, uh, but I wouldn't mind trying it. It's, I, mean, it, I can only tell you it's pretty amazing. Okay, so you've had it and you know it's delicious. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. Yeah, I haven't had it out of a can. I haven't okay. had a can version. Yeah, I mean, I'll drink any, I mean, I love root beer, vanilla, Coke, all that type of stuff. I'll, I'll try them all. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I, I, I will try, like, look, I'm not a soda guy, but I mean, like that thing pops up and I'm like, mm, I might have to try that bad boy. Right, don't I? It just Got seems it. like Dr. Pepper is such a unique flavor. It just, it works on its own. I know they have the cherry. Um, I, I just don't need Dr. Pepper to be blended with anything. It's so good onto itself. Yeah, but you can have, you have vanilla Dr. Pepper. That's good. Chocolate Dr. Pepper is good. Like, I understand what you're saying. You're saying it's like uh, uh, ice cream and spaghetti, right? Who doesn't like spaghetti? <laughs> Who doesn't like ice cream? You don't need to mix ice cream and spaghetti together. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I like cherry Coke and things, yeah. you know, with the Coke. But uh, Dr. Pepper is just like, man, that, that just kicks ass on its own. But why can't you cook, kick ass even more if you add Coke to it? <laughs> if, you add, if you have chocolate to it. You're, you're saying there's degrees of kicking ass? Yeah. 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 Like Houston in basketball. Did you guys, have you guys seen this score? This is crazy. Houston was up 51-19 on, on Oregon. I thought it was a misprint. Uh, I asked John, I'm like, is that right? <laughs> now it's 63-39. It's still bad, not as bad. UConn kicking the crap out of Auburn 64-50 as well. Some blowouts here early in what should be a good day of hoops. But I, I, it's, it's, it's fun to watch. Um, so there's different levels of an ass whooping, right? Like you can kick somebody's ass and then you end up it's 10 on the scoreboard. You can kick somebody's ass and it's 40 on the scoreboard. Right? That, that, changes, that changes a lot. Changes a lot, a lot. So you guys, no go on the chocolate Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I'll pass. You know what's funny about all this discussion with Matt Judon saying basically macaroni and cheese is crap is what we used to do in college was when I was at Oklahoma State, the late Patsy Sutton, she'd come to she'd come to one of our practices um, the week before Thanksgiving, and you'd have like a a piece of paper on your on your locker, and it was you know write down your favorite dish from home for Thanksgiving and then write down like your mom or whoever's number so that if they didn't know how to make it, they could call and get the recipe. That was a big, that was a big thing. Big thing. And, um, very considerate too. I mean, when you think about it to, to take the time to say, I mean, I, I think that would make me feel if I was on the team, very special. No, it did. It was, yeah. it was a great idea and it really kind of helped us. You know, it kind of helped a lot of guys who weren't be going home for Thanksgiving and it made you feel, you know, plus you're going to a country club for, we'd go to the country club for, for dinner, but they would have, the chefs would have everybody's recipe. And then, you know, when I was at, at Notre Dame, we went over to, we each had an assistant coach's house we went to, we went to Terry Tyler's house and all the young guys and we ate and then we just passed out on his floor watching football. And then we had a game, a practice later on that day, which was the two practices on Thanksgiving is a very normal. And the second practice is almost always a waste of time. Because you got that tryptophan, it kicks in. Now, Ramos, you guys eat early or do you eat like for dinner? Um, I think Suzanne's mom is going to be doing it early, like noonish, one o'clock. 
So I guess that'd be early, right? Not yeah. like five o'clock would be normal. My yeah. family tends to do it more, my immediate family, like my brothers and sisters, they tended to do it more like at four o'clock, three or four o'clock. So. Okay. I like that. What about you, um, Jason Stewart? Do you do early or do late? I mean, growing up, the tradition was always, uh, uh, I guess, late afternoon, right? Um, you know, and over the years, when you work in this business, you work a lot of, th- of Thanksgivings. And so, like, I think it's always been kind of catered around me as an adult. Uh, but I always think it's the perfect time is like four o'clock, like, you know, right towards the end of the Cowboys game and before the uh, the night game. That's that's a nice pocket to hit right there. I like one or two o'clock. I like one or two o'clock when you eat, and that way you can come back later on, like seven or eight o'clock. You're like, you know what? I'm going to get in on some of that ham. I, I went too strong with the turkey. I now I can go and I can you know kind of a pre- you know what it's like. Thanksgiving dinner sometimes is a lot like a um, a Will Ferrell movie, where the second time through it's even better than the first time through. Now you really get to appreciate all the humor. Right now you get to appreciate all the food, uh, your portion size, because you know how it goes. Like when you see all this food and you smell it, it's been cooking all day. You're just salivating at it. Salivating. Right. And you're like, God, is that ready yet? Like, well, the, the pies are all ready and the sides are all ready. We got to wait for the turkey to be ready. It's really an exercise in the, in the human um, condition in that, you know, it it takes a really like disciplined eater to not overeat on Thanksgiving. There's just so much good food. Pacing yourself, you're right. Maybe not going so aggressive in that that two o'clock meal so that you have a great experience later in the night. That's a, that's a good strategy. Yeah, the, I mean, what I like, you just overplate, right? You're like, oh, I want that, I want that, I want that. You look at your plate, like, oh my gosh, what is what is going on here? What is going on here? You overplate and you overeat and then you're like, oh my God, then you take a tryptophan nap. But then, you know, it's got a little, you know, a little bit like Chinese food. Like at some point you're going to get hungry again and you're like, okay, that was really good. Now the second time through, I can truly appreciate everything that's going in and, you know, going into this deal. Everything. Uh, menu tomorrow. Uh, we're going to smoke a turkey. I, I, you know, I do like some, some green stuff. Like, I think you need the balance of it. Like I'm going to make a saute, a bunch of spinach. I really like Mm. sauteed spinach with a good amount of like kind of some thick salt, uh, with it. It's, 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 it's delicious. And the texture is so different than everything else. Uh, we got stuffing that's going to end up dressing. That's going to end up as stuffing, right? Dressing is stuffing, not inside the Turkey. We'll put some inside there as well. Uh, I like the canned cranberry sauce. I know you can do fresh cranberries and you can work all that hard, but guess what? Nobody eats that crap. You get the, you get the canned one that's still like jiggling and still got the mark yep. from the side of the aluminum. And it, it just works for me. Works for me. We'll do some mashed potatoes, maybe a little sweet potato casserole. Um, I don't know if we'll do rolls. I'm not really a bread guy. Yeah. No need for rolls. And then uh, a good amount of dessert. My mom makes a rhubarb pie she loves. It's, mm. little, it's good. Uh, you know, it all depends on the amount of sugar. I told you guys I'm not a huge sugar guy, but I'm trying to negotiate for a sweet potato pie to be made at some point. Do you, um, was there anything like that you didn't like younger when you were, you know, youth? Yeah, that like, now you like? Like for me, it's cranberry. I never touched cranberry sauce growing up through all the years with Thanksgiving. The last four or five, I've just put it on my plate. 
Like, I love it now. My mom has always made this homemade, homemade cranberry sauce. I never touched it as a kid. She swore by it. She worked all day on it. It has, like, real orange stuff in it, whatever. I'm, I'm sure, like, if you like that kind of thing, it's incredible. I found it to be disgusting. And so, finally, I just, like, look, don't make it. Nobody's going to eat it. And we don't want to make you feel bad, right? Don't, nobody's going to eat it. Like, get the canned stuff. It's way easier, and I actually like it. And then, yes. And, and, and probably if I ate the cranberry sauce the way I eat the canned cranberry sauce, is fine. Because I don't eat it by, like, nobody's just like, hey, give me a pull of that cranberry sauce. I'm just going to dig in with a spoon like it's some soup. <laughs> but you add it to the stuffing dressing. You add it to yes. the stuffing dressing, mashed yes. potatoes, turkey. You take one big bite, and now mm. all of a sudden it all works together. That's correct. Guys, hungry yet? I'm starved. Starved. I am cheering for the, for the just like I like just like I like my food all mushed together because it's all going same place. I'm hoping that these football games we get the same sort of chaos. I want everybody to lose twice. I want it to be complete. Like you can't tell anything. It never seems to work out that way, but that's what I'm rooting for. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.